Real Presence Live. That which is beautiful will manifest itself in truth and in goodness. Local. The challenges that we're facing in our generation, we just need the gospel. I mean, every every culture, every generation just needs to know how the gospel applies. Engaging. We don't bring any life at all to the church. The church is, is the life. It gives us the life. Live. The reality is, He is all things beautiful, capital B. And so anything that is authentically beautiful draws us, even if we don't realize it, to God. And good morning from Tower, Minnesota, part of the Diocese of Duluth. My name is Mark Cheney. I am your host for the next two hours here on Real Presence Live. It is just a joy to be here on a glorious Friday morning. The sun is shining here in uh, the great northland of northern Minnesota. Mark Cheney and I am joined by Father Nick Nelson of St. Martin's Church. Good morning, Father. Good morning, Mark. We have a great show lined up. Yeah, it's... um some special guests and uh, some very a uh, couple very dear to my heart, and uh, I think we're, we'll have a, some very good conversation. You know, not just superficial conversation, but some deep conversation. And uh, just looking forward to. I was just thinking as you're opening up, it, it is such an honor and a privilege to be able to be on the air and uh, please God to have him use us, you know, to share the gospel, the good news with, with those who may be listening, someone may who be driving, tuning in for the first time. Um, it is really humbling to, to know that we have the ability to uh, reach so many people. And so uh, just a blessing to be here, and again with you, Mark. And such a, such a distance that we cover, I mean, in all the states from Wisconsin all the way over to, you know, the other side of uh, North Dakota and South Dakota and uh, every point in between. It's, it's just totally amazing, and it, it's just, like you said, it is a true blessing, and it's even more of a blessing to be here in northeastern Minnesota on the shores of Lake Vermilion. It is so fantastic to drive up here. Uh, I was coming from Hibbing this morning where I live, and uh, it was just a, a beautiful fall drive this morning. It was just, uh, it was a, just, just so picturesque. And uh, yesterday, I was had the opportunity to do some yard work, and I was playing with uh, my snowmobiles, getting them kind of prepped up and ready. And I know people are going, you're doing what? But and we had a little snow in Hibbing yesterday afternoon, late yesterday afternoon. It didn't last long enough to, to you know, just to be its presence. And uh, we're back here, and it's sunny this morning, and a great fall morning. Just a beautiful day to be here. Father, uh, we've got a great show lined up. Before we get into our show and our guests this morning, let's, uh, let's open our show this morning with prayer. Wonderful. Thank you, Mark. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Lord, we know that you are here, and we adore you with profound reverence. We know that you see us and that you hear us. We ask pardon for our sins and the grace to have this time give you glory and to bear fruit in our lives and those who are listening. We ask intercession of our Blessed Mother, St. Joseph, our adopted Father, and all the guardian angels to intercede for us before the Lord our God. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. 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 A great show this morning on a Friday from St. Martin's Church. Real Presence Live. I am Mark Cheney. And our first guest this morning comes from Cook, Tim Johnson. Tim joins us via the telephone. Good morning, Tim. Good morning, sir. How are you today? I am fantastic. So nice of you to uh, be with us this morning. Good morning, Tim. Good morning, Father Nick. Good to hear your voice. Yes. Tim, to, to start with, let's, let's, let's get into our interview this morning. 
insurance. Wow. Right? You're an insurance agent in Cook and serve the, the Northland here in the, in the many communities. Uh, tell us a little bit about yourself, first of all, as we get started. You, are you from Cook originally, or for those, you know, let's get to know you. No, I actually grew up a couple hours from here, a little town called McGregor, uh, hometown of Father Ben Hendrich. Uh, his father was actually a teacher of mine in high school, so I'm dating us a little bit. But uh, migrated around the Midwest between Minnesota and Wisconsin. We, we moved up to Cook about 12 years ago for me to take over the State Farm Agency and become a pretty big part of the fabric of the community, I believe. And um, my wife, Debbie, uh, we just celebrated our 25th anniversary. She's a third grade great teacher here at Northwoods. It's a pre-K through 12th school. And also teaches uh, faith formation for, for Father Nick's charges. We have three adult children. Jacob lives and works in the Twin Cities. Uh, Kendra is wrapping up the college education. She's got one class left before she gets her degree in film production. And our youngest is already done with college. Bailey went to St. Scholastica, and she's actually living and working in China right now. And um, so, and as I said, uh, uh, my vocation beyond being a, a husband and father is uh, serving as a local state farm agent here in Cook. Tim, um, I don't know if I've actually ever really heard. How, how did you find that as a vocation? How did you get into it? Um, yeah, what was the initial thoughts getting into it? What was your desire? Well, that was interesting. I, I knew I needed to make a change from the career that I was in. I was in medical sales for almost 20 years, and I, and I loved that, but the industry changed a lot. Uh, ironically, it was a very close friend of mine um, from Terrible where we were living at the time, um, and he's very strong in his faith. Uh, his name is Tony Langerud. He's a state farm agent down there. And he had just invited me to have breakfast one day, and, and I told him I was exploring options. And he, about an hour later, I got a call from the recruiter. But um, Tony, um, I actually became good friends with him, ironically, through church. And he, he was leading the Batman and You series at the time, and uh, we became very close friends before I made the change. But I, I was really drawn to being in a position where you can help people. I, I just really wanted to feel like I could make a difference in the community, getting involved in, and helping people when they, when they have difficult times, and also being there when they, when they have the good things to celebrate. Yeah, how can you, uh, you know, as an insurance agent and desire to help people, how, what are some of those ways that you, you do help people? What do you, what do, you do? Well, I, I think of it, a lot of it is... Um, you have to be a good listener. Um, my job is to be there when bad things happen to good people, and and I I think a lot of it is um, being there not just as, because they're a customer, because people can pay us, in some cases, large sums of money to protect what's important to them, but also be a friend. Um, show some empathy. Really try to understand how they feel. Um really be able to walk in their shoes. And unfortunately, um, in a small town, as you know, Father, um, we know people and we know when bad things happen, and, but they also know when bad things happen to us. And 
So you, you really want to be able to walk in their shoes. And then, of course, there's the business side, too. Um, when someone does have a claim, you, you want to help them with the process. So if they're trying to get somewhere financially, you want to, you know, really try to understand where they're at. And I, and I think it's really important to be in the moment with people. Uh, it's so easy. And I told you this, Father, even sometimes when you get in your homilies, my mind will wander, and I, and I, I don't like that to happen. No, not during my homilies. Come on. <laughs> Let's be real. Well, we're just kidding. Just I know. <laughs> um, well, and that—that's the part we talked about before. Where I love what I do, and and um, I love helping people. Um, but uh, sometimes we get so immersed. Uh, you know, it's very cliche, but we know it should be faith, family, and career. And sometimes the career comes first. It's for good reason with what we do, because again, our job is to be there when bad things happen to good people. In this day and age, especially uh, this the last six to nine months here when we have faced the coronavirus situation and people have been on some extreme odd situations, um, anything out there as far as is your side of the insurance industry that has stood out in, in the tough times that people are facing? Well, um, I mean, that's, there's been so much going on lately just on a national scale um, between the hurricanes in, in the Gulf Coast and, and uh, the, uh, the fires in, in, um, out in California and on the West Coast. And people want to be made whole financially, but what I found is, is people just want someone who will listen and someone who will um, just, just try to Try to show some empathy and understand what they're going through, which we can't always do that um, unless you've been through a similar situation. Um, but that's that's the most important thing. And I, I, I think of a little example of, uh, and this is kind of minimizing things, but um, someone gets a new dog and right away you want to start telling them about your own dog. You want to tell them your own story, but... I think it's important to listen to other people's stories, even if there's nothing you can do other than being there in the moment. I think that's critical that you're, you're able to do that. Um, and I've also found different people where everyone handles adversity differently. And some step up and some really need support. This is Real Presence Live. This is Father Nick Nelson, and I'm with Mark Cheney, and we have uh, Tim Johnson from Cook, Minnesota. Um, online and uh, he's a state farm agent and we're really kind of getting at um what he does for a career but has become more of a vocation and how especially we deal with struggles and disasters and uh the uncertainties of life and um tim thanks again for for coming on do you have any memorable you know um encounters or disasters in people's lives like not like wow that was really bad no but like Disasters, things uh, your encounter with people and helping them through the situation. Anything that uh, those stories that that stick out that you really remember and how you're able to see, you know, the Lord working through you and helping these people. Well, there's probably many. I always have to be careful in a small town because if you share, share something with any detail, 
people are going to figure out who you're talking about. And um, they may not have issue with that, but I have to be careful. Um, yeah. You know, I, I've had many times when you've seen um, customers who were ill and then they passed. And um, one thing that I've noticed is uh, a couple of things. One is sometimes, unfortunately, when someone passes, that's when you get to know the family a little better because you learn their history. But what I've also seen is, is, is being there along the process but respecting their space. And where I've also seen people, um, you know, maybe turn to the Lord a little more where they, they weren't outward, outwardly strong in their faith or religious because they, they realize there's a bigger plan and they can't control everything. And, and maybe more specifically, people who are, um, people who are struggling and then they, they realize they got to put it in God's hands because they wouldn't be able to handle that burden themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, I, I, I'm thinking of some more recent events that people have had. Um, one thing I've tried to do is when someone suffers a loss, I've noticed people sometimes get overwhelmed with support. And I don't mean that in a negative way, but everyone, everyone turns out in uh, a small town. And, and sometimes you can see that change when you, when you make a point of reaching out after, after the funeral, after they've settled things and, um, that's when you can see people that change because they feel like you're not just there and at a particular time, but you're there in the long run. Yeah, I think that's right. Oftentimes, as a, as a priest, I see that, um, especially when it comes to funerals or, you know, everyone's there right away. But it's important to say, okay, call the person up, write a card uh, a month or two after, a year after, and just know that... Uh, you're still thinking about them because um, that's often when people get forgotten <laughs> is uh, not the, they get plenty of attention initially, but it's, it's later on oftentimes when um, they actually uh, become lonely and the such. What are um, Tim, you're, you're here with us today. Uh, Tim Johnson who's a state farm insurance agent. And uh, uh, we're here on real presence live and um I think this might be a good time to take a break and we can come back uh, and speak some more to Tim. So on the other side of our break, we will be talking more with Tim Johnson from Cook this morning. You are listening to Real Presence Live. Don't go anywhere. Stay with us. There's more Real Presence Live to come on the Real Presence Radio Network. It's a great time to spring into summer at Riverview Senior Living Community in Fargo. Hi, I'm Carrie Dew, Executive Director. We are currently accepting new independent and assisted living residents. Riverview provides a safe, comfortable place to live with a small-town Main Street feel with home-cooked food, a la carte care services, daily activities, and mass five days a week. You can contact Marin or Katie to find out about all that Riverview has to offer at 701-237-4700 or at homeishere.org. Have you ever known someone who has taken their own life? 
50% of Americans have. I'm Father Chris Alar. For years, professionals have called the tragedy of suicide an epidemic, but we believe it has become a pandemic because more people in the world take their own life than die by all the wars or homicides combined. Do you know that there are more veterans who have killed themselves than were killed in the Vietnam War? And these numbers keep increasing, especially among the youth. And society doesn't help. Through misguided ways, such as shows like 13 Reasons Why, suicide has become glorified in our society. But there is hope. Please visit suicideandhope.com so I can personally pray for anyone you've lost. And to get our book, After Suicide, there's hope for them and you, which helps with any kind of suffering or loss, not just suicide. I promise it will help. Rose Management is a family-owned business that believes in good morals, doing the right thing, and treating our residents as family. Rose Management provides affordable housing to complexes throughout North Dakota and Minnesota. All Rose Management properties and our maintenance staff are in a centralized location in their cities. If you have any questions, you can call 701-237-6840 or online at rosemanagement.net. Again, that number is 701-237-6840. You're listening to Real Presence Live. Now, back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area. Heard right here on the RPR Network. Welcome back to Real Presence Live this morning. We are coming to you live, part of the Diocese of Duluth. We are located this morning at St. Martin's Church and Tower on the shores of beautiful Lake Vermilion. Mark Cheney is my name. I'm your host this morning for the uh, two-hour segment of Real Presence Live. I am joined by Father Nick Nelson, and we have Tim Johnson with us this morning. Good morning again, Father. Good morning, Mark. Good to be here. Yes. Now back to more of our interview with Tim Johnson. Tim is an insurance agent in Cook. Welcome back, Tim. Good to be back. Yes, more of our interview. We were talking uh, in the the first segment of our interview about uh, some of the circumstances that you face with folks in the insurance industry. We really haven't touched a lot on the area you cover. You mentioned you're from Cook. It's a small town. I am from Cook originally myself. And uh, I know that you cover just more than Cook. To to say Cook is is kind of putting it in, in very minute perspectives. Uh, well, well put. Um, as, as an insurance agent, I'm licensed to take care of people throughout the state of Minnesota, and, and I do have clients that are out the state, all, all, all the way down to southeastern and southwestern Minnesota, many clients in the metro. So um, some people look at us as, as kind of being regional, but um, anyone who feels like we can help them along the path and, of life financially, I'm... Uh, hopefully going to be able to help them out in some way. Awesome. Awesome. Tim, you've seen, you know, you've helped so many people with different challenges and difficulties and even maybe natural so-called disasters in their lives. What, what have you noticed in them that inspires you or maybe lessons you've learned from them as far as how all of us, you know, can learn to, um, persevere and, um, you know, through the challenges that, that life brings us? Well, that's, that's a great question. And, and like I said before, people handle adversity, adversity differently. I mean, some people 
something that you and I might think is relatively minor, they can become pretty upset. And then something, a catastrophic event like a house burning down or someone losing a, a spouse suddenly, um, they might show, at least outwardly, some, some strength. Uh, one thing that I've noticed is um, sometimes you see people out there who, who give back a lot, and you could say many from our parish father, but then you, when you get to know them a little bit more, you, you realize they have their own struggles, but they they somehow persevere, and even though they're bearing their own crosses and dealing with their own challenges, um, they're the first ones there to help everyone else, and and I think that's just part of their motivation of, of giving back, and it, it, it does amaze me what, what, what people do uh, as far as stepping up to help others. And, and I, I just try to do the same thing. And my, my wife does probably more than I do. Um, she's, uh, she's always there for people. But um, everyone handles things differently. And some don't want to ask for help, although maybe they should. Mm-hmm. And I think staying in touch with people, you can, uh, like we said, not immediately down the road, see how they're, how they're dealing with things. When, you know, you're, you're not just a state farm agent, but, um, insurance agent, but you're also a Catholic. So I don't know. It's, it's probably hard to say how your Catholic faith, you know, motivates you or directs you because it's so integral to who you are. I mean, Tim Johnson, we can't think of Tim Johnson, um, separated from his Catholic faith. But if, if there is a way to kind of pull out how your faith has made a difference in your role specifically as, and you can even say not just helping people with disasters, but also, I mean, you also own a business, you know, you also have employees. Um, you know, what, as a Catholic, uh, the call of Christ to love God above all things and our neighbor as ourself and um, to, to feed the hungry and clothe the naked, you know, everything that it means to be a disciple of Christ, how has that impacted you as um, an insurance agent? Well, first of all, um, I was thinking about prayer the other day, and my my wife and I pray every morning together, and and one thing that we always try to do is give thanks, because the the Lord has been very good to us. You know that, Father, um, and and not just in terms of um, physical things, but in terms of the gifts that we've been given, yourself included. But, um, you know, we are in a position to be able to give back, and we try to do that because we've got more than enough for us, and we've always been provided for. And, you know, just a simple thing my agency is doing right now is we're, we're making a donation to the food shelf, which Bob is very familiar with. That's right behind our church. And, uh, Every quote that my agency does, we make a donation to the Cook Area Food Shelf for through the end of this month. Um, and to me, those are the things that, I mean, you should do as a business. You should do, like you said, as a Catholic. Um, you should give back because we've been given so many times more than what we've been, um, what we've given back to others. So the Lord's been generous in our life, and, and we just feel that's, the right thing to do, because it is part of our faith, and and um, I try to get involved in things in the community. I don't try to do it 
as far as publicity, I just try to do it because I know there's people that are less fortunate than us, and we want to help them along, and we see that they're paying it forward, too. Tim, I got a question, and we're going to dig a little deeper here with this question. In regards to the Men of the Cross group, uh, you're a member of that. Can you tell me a little bit about that? Would you like to share first, I guess? Would you like to share about that group? Well, I better say yes, right? <laughs> um, well, th- this was an interesting thing. The, the Men of the Cross group, and um, I learned about this from... Um, Janelle, who's part of Real Presence Radio, when she was visiting our parish, and she gave me a, a crucifix, and, and um, it had the insert that explains what the group is about, and I could probably spend a lot of time on that. But um, I uh, decided to order a few of those and shared them with some men in our, uh, we have an informal men's group that's kind of taken a step back recently. And it's been interesting because uh, a gentleman who had quite honestly been away from the church quite a while had learned about that from me, and he wanted to make a pretty substantial donation to get a couple dozen of these um, so that we would have them to share with other men. And ironically, um, you know, we, we wear these crucifixes, and some people wear them, and I have mine on now, and I always like to wear it on the outside of church. But uh, it was interesting, the same friend, Tony, who pointed me toward State Farm, who's a very strong Catholic, saw me wearing one a couple weeks ago when they were up here at church, and um, he asked about it, and I shared one, I gave him one on the spot, and he was just so moved by that, and he says, really, why are you giving this to me? I mean, you should keep it. I said, no, we have extras, and... Um, I even had him come to my office because they said, I want to give you a second one because someone will inevitably ask you about it and you'll want to share one. Um, ironically, I misplaced mine for about two weeks, and I finally found it in a pair of slacks. Um, but I think it's a, it's a great way to outwardly show that we're, we're Catholic men, and I think it's a great way to... to um, evangelize the people in an in a unthreatening way, but um, more often than not, people will ask about it, and it gets us into a good conversation about our faith, whether we're, we're Catholic or not. Those that have joined us this morning, you are listening to Real Presence Live. Mark Cheney, my name, your host this morning from uh, Tower, Minnesota, St. Martin's Church. I am joined by Father Nick Nelson and our guest this morning, Tim Johnson from Cook. Um. Tim, so the idea with the men of the cross, it's a it's a silver necklace with a pretty or chain. I want to use necklace. Men wear it. <laughs> um, <laughs> a chain, and it's got a, a pretty good sized silver uh, crucifix on there. And so, you know, that's that. You know, you, you know, even for me as a priest, the first time I started, you know, um, wearing clerics, you know, walking around Rome when I was in seminary there, or now, you know, even wearing my cassock now, it takes a little courage to, to start wearing something visible in that way. I mean, can you speak about that, you know, first decision to do that and maybe uh, getting out of your comfort zone, what that was like, and, and what why you even, you know, want to do that? Yeah, why do you want to um, have that visible sign? Well, Father, this again comes back to you, and I'm sure you remember these conversations, but um, 
you were talking about how people will wear their, their sports jersey at the team they support, whether it's the Vikings or Twins or Wild or Timberwolves or Gophers. And, you know, people aren't afraid to show that outwardly. And that was when it really impacted me of why wouldn't I be willing to show outwardly that I um, am willing to wear a crucifix on a chain and, and let people see that and really be inviting them based on their comfort level to have a conversation because we are called to evangelize and it's gotten me to keep the Bible in my office out where I will see it and it's gotten me to have a, a crucifix on the wall in my office and um, because typically I spend most of my time listening to people. I'm not sharing my background but it has invited conversations from people, uh, whether it's the, the men of the cross cross or um, even the crucifix in my office, where I've, I found some people that um, they're, not, they're Catholic, but they're, they're not practicing Catholic, and it's given, a, given me an opportunity to have conversations with them and hopefully be a, a good Catholic man to uh, evangelize to them. As we uh, begin to wrap up this half hour, Tim, any last-minute uh, testimonies or anything else you'd like to share? Well, I, I think we've, we've covered everything. Um, you know, I shouldn't say that, but um, I, I think the best thing we can say is uh, put things in God's hand. Uh, don't underestimate the power of prayer. Uh Prayer, not just to ask for things when we're in need, but certainly to, to give thanks. And and there's, we can do it in the most subtle way, or we can do it in a in a more visible way as far as reaching out to help others in times of need, because as we've so many times heard, different people have different struggles, and, and if we can be there for them, uh, that will be appreciated. Tim, you... Um... You're a good man, faithful man, and in our day of the kind of the secular culture, uh, the way you live, um, the way you live your marriage and your family life, um, very grateful for that witness. I just want to affirm you in that and even the way you, you run a business and uh, take care of people. So uh, thank you for your faith and your witness and your, your friendship and uh, really appreciate you coming on to speak with us today. Thank you, Father, and thank you for being a good shepherd for all of us. All right. You're welcome. Thanks, Tim. You have a great day. This is Real Presence Live. Up next, what do hockey and faith have to do with each other? Good question. Be sure to join us in our next conversation coming up on Real Presence Live to find out how. Live, engaging, and local, this is Real Presence Live, where we bring you positive and uplifting stories and share the great things happening in our local area on the Real Presence Radio Network.